Hello and welcome to the Reference Point Podcast. I am your host, Paulo. And today I'm joined by my two bombastic co-hosts, Anthony and Gravis. Hey, What's he up, changed, guys? He changed the adjective. I, I, like, I it. like it. Bombastic. Yeah, very it's good. very sick. Well, I mean, don't get used to it. It's going to change every episode. Oh, that's, that's that, pretty that, dope. That, that's a shame. That's a shame. Uh, it is what it is. Anyway, so today we're going to be talking about the Uncharted movie and Peacemaker. Oof. Yeah. If this doesn't set up the tone of the episode, uh, I don't know what will. For our Spotify users, uh, no, no one is really smiling right now. Uh, if you can tell, it's... Yeah. Anyway, so uh, let's just get right into it. Uncharted. What did we think? Well, uh, I did bring the ring. I'm repping the ring. And I'm also repping a Henley shirt that is red. Because I tried to do the, the Peacemaker and the Uncharted. So, you know, I mean, you, you put way more yeah. uh, effort into this than literally the, the costume movie, department. Than, than the movie itself. Yeah. yeah. Sony Pictures, you're, you're, you're mine on me, guys. Like, I have something against you. Look, I believe we'll go more in depth with, like, you know, the movie versus the game itself. But uh, the best way I could descri- like, describe this movie, it's like two different camps. You have the people who have never played the games, have no idea what that is, and just want to, you know, go to the theater and have a good time and just kill two hours. You could have fun with this movie. Then I, I don't know. I yeah. kind of think it fails in that. Well, actually, yeah, because because it's it's supposed to be this epic adventure movie in the vein of Indiana Jones. Right. Yet we don't even really get that epicness until the very end. We get. And I'll like, say even at the end, I find it wasn't as epic as you're even describing it. Like, I I saw what like a week ago or something. I I like what was the ending with the pirate ship ship and whatnot. Yeah. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I mean it's a shit. That's for sure. Was, listen, listen. Um, if I did have a favorite part of the movie, I think it was actually the third act. I liked the whole pirate ship. To me, it felt the most bombastic. Uh, I would say it was very like Uncharted because it was it was a cool set piece to have two. Pirate it was a pretty cool. Set, it was a pretty dope set piece. You know, flying through the air while everyone's like you know fighting on it. But guys, Sully fought in a Papa John's. <laughs> Oh what God. a scene. Okay. <laughs> it's such bad product placement. Like it's like at least if you're going to be that bad, don't be blatant about it. Yeah. Look. I I want to say like here's the thing. I don't know who this movie's for. Because it wasn't we for me, that's for sure. We went, look, we went with a huge group of people. Like my girlfriend ended up loving it. She adored the movie. She had a blast with it. But then there's other people, right? <laughs> Did not like it. Who didn't like it. And just to let you guys know, none of these people had played the games. Or you guys know who it. you are. You're probably listening yeah, right now. Yeah, you're definitely listening. <laughs> so I, I, at the end of the day, like I would be lying if I said I was miserable watching this movie. No, not at all. I thought, and I, I don't, honestly, I don't even think it was terrible. Um, I just thought it was meh. The nicest thing I could say is that I've seen worse movies. There are definitely worse movies. I don't think Ruben Fleischer was the right man for the job. This to me, this, this movie felt extremely Sony Pictures Hollywood kind of just like you know studio let's mandated half, studio know? mandated let's half-ass like this project and just oh. put it out there. We know it's gonna get five hundred million. Uh, let, we gotta get this movie. This out. movie has been in development hell since two thousand and eight. Yeah, literally. Okay, mm. and it had eight different directors, I think. Eight, something like that. It's that's it's nuts. an insane number. So did well, you know what can I say that Ruben Fleischer added to the to the mix? He filmed it. Honestly, I think even <laughs> I don't want to sound like a douche, but like Ruben Fleischer has made like two two good movies. I love Zombieland, and they're both Zombieland one and two, in my opinion. I I don't like Venom one. 
I don't like Venom one either. Story for another time, guys. But he just—I don't know. There was like no like flavor. There was no vision to this film. It just all felt so Hollywood glossy clean. There was nothing. But even then, it's like if you look at older adventure movies from Indiana Jones to even like the Tomb Raider movies, it just fails as an adventure movie because we don't get any like settings that are visually pleasing. We get sure, yeah, part yeah. of a movie yeah. that's just underground in sewer in a Papa John's. Yeah, Even like a, a nightclub. Like, like, what does it have to do with, see, with the nightclub, that? To me, it worked a bit just within the setting. Yeah, because like, nice colors. So we're not, yeah. hold on, are we like going into spoilers for this segment or not, does not it really matter? Many, this is stuff many. all in the trailer, guys. We're really not spoiling yes, much. Yes, at the same time, this movie's been out for <laughs> like a month. <laughs> yeah, okay, yeah, <laughs> so fair. like, so, you know, well, I mean. Even like just, to, I just want to follow up, wrap up my yeah. point really quick. Yeah, yeah of course. It's like we don't have any exotic set pieces and even the ones True. we do at the end we don't see enough of it like with indiana i felt jones, underwhelmed yeah, at those set pieces with indiana jones just in the intro you had um you know you saw the shots of jungle you had like the trees you had the stone monuments you had little bits and pieces that really helped flesh out the world that wasn't really in the focus but mm-hmm. yeah we didn't get that oh for sure yeah and uh, like even if you look at the games now, because like let's just talk about how it looks with the games. Yeah, the I've games been, uh, are always the settings are visually interesting. There's always something going on, and we're always going to places that are like there's something scenic about them. There was yeah. nothing scenic but about it when even, they went to uh, Spain. Yeah, we got a few good shots that were kind of shots that meant but nothing. But then like. Afterwards, it was just like it just felt like a generic city chase. It felt like a generic. Yeah, I yeah. was literally about to say even the the, the chase with I mean, Chloe. Great minds yeah, think alike. Yeah, but, <laughs> thank you. But even in the games, like if you compare scenes in the movie that's adapted from the games, like let's say the auction house, <sighs> it just it's nowhere near as cool or like as fun as it was. Like even watching the game, I feel like would be more fun to watch than watching the movie. Almost. Or even the plane the plane sequence, that was like. It just felt weird and awkward at some points. Like even with, I look, I, I think there are. I, I liked, I liked the cargo plane scene. Like, listen, if I, I had, if I, if I didn't play the game, right, and I watched that, I'd be like, wow, what an innovative, well, not innovative, but like, what a, what a clever like set piece idea. Yeah. <laughs> what a cool idea. Yeah. I, I, you know, it's competently filmed. There's nothing like about the movie, even in Ruben Fleischer's directing, like. It's it's competent enough, but there's just no character to it. Yeah. So that set piece, it was it worked for me, and it was really entertaining. I was entertained by the movie. It, I was it, that bored. was probably my favorite part, honestly speaking. I, I thought the cargo plane sequence was great, but the problem is we had seen most of it in the in the promotional material, they like in the marketing. Showed all of it, it pretty like much a the bit whole of the scene. End of it. Yeah, so it's like you know I wasn't surprised by any of that. I I had the most fun with the the pirate ship stuff. At, at I the agree. End, you me know. Too. And Mark but Wahlberg saying he has a bad ankle. Mark Wahlberg. Also, like, also, I just want to throw this out there because, like, let's just talk about how it compares even to the games. No. We're ha- we have a game that's about running and gunning. Well. And, and well, I mean, you're It happens. And, yes and no. Yes and no. Not really. Sort of. Kind of. I mean. <laughs> Why did you have a gun throughout the entire game? I'll give you that. There's, like, literally 50 different guns to pick from. Sure. Yeah. So it's a run and gun game. Oh, I see where you're getting at. I know what you're, I know what you're getting at. <laughs> <laughs> I know what you're getting at. Nathan Drake fires a gun once in yeah. the movie yeah the movie has so many problems that that didn't even bother me that's the worst part like, i was just i don't know what to say i don't know i, I was just know. sitting there thinking like but we're literally in a game where i have a, a, a like a ton of guns and then like you're just mowing down rows and rows of people like, yeah you're just straight up murdering hundreds of people in these games and we yeah. just get one or two 
shots with the gun. It's like, I, what is that? Did Drake even shoot anyone? I, I don't even shot, remember. Like, what's it called? I think the big beefy guard. One of them. And Did then, he? Like, I don't. Remember. I don't Again, even think this was like a month no, ago. Not, 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 not the one in the. Uh, <laughs> I, don't, I don't remember. Guy, the Scottish guy. The other guy. Because then he got a. Uh, he got then kicked off. I think. I don't know. Anyway, but you know. No, what? I think you're drunk. But okay, maybe Either you're right. Way, he fires a gun once or twice. L- hold on, that Scottish guy. That line from the trailer, which to me was great. It was funnier in the trailer. It, it was different in the movie. They yeah, used they a different take, yeah, and it wasn't exactly. as funny. It wasn't as funny. Why? So, Why? I don't understand. I These are choices that I. Thing. Now, okay, look, I want to. I really, really want to. talk. It's impossible to talk about this movie without talking about the games, like in depth. Yes, you I got, think we have to just. You, you want to cover the casting compare. too at first before we, we get will. Into the games. Okay, all right. I mean, it kind of is related to yeah. the games. Yeah, that's so why. Like, I would look, say, let's just dive right into the games. I remember playing Uncharted Two Among Thieves. For those watching a video version, yes, Among Us, <laughs> <laughs> Among Thieves, for the very first time in an EB Games. Okay. GameStop now, now GameStop and GameStop in the states, but also it was an EB Games. They had a Best Buy too. Fan, American fans, GameStop is just EB Games. We just have the Canadian version. Yeah, now the, that for some reason. Yeah, now they gave up. And we were not GameStop. sponsored by them. Yeah, sadly, <laughs> making mean, that very clear. So, but if you want to send some money our way, I mean, we're not gonna complain. You know. <laughs> oh my God. So <laughs> shameless. So uh, I mean, point is, I remember yeah. playing the demo and I was absolutely shooketh. At that time, I had still had a PS2. I wasn't on the PS3 yet, mm. but I was absolutely blown away by this demo. It was chapter, was it five yeah, or six? Yeah, when you're getting chased by the car and you got to shoot it down. Fantastic. It's chapter four, I think, right? Or six. Oh, yeah. <sighs> Whatever. I, I haven't played it in quite a bit of time, but... Last year, guys, it's been a while. <laughs> I am a massive... Ever since that day, I'm like, okay, I know that these are going to be the one, one among the first games to buy on the PS3. <laughs> and I stopped saying among them. <laughs> 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 and I... And, you know, I picked up Drake's Fortune, played Among, Thie- um, Among Thieves. I, I just, he threw me off. <laughs> he threw me off. Okay, it is a little too late, but every time we just say Among Us, just put like a little Among Us guy in the corner somewhere oh, Jesus. on the video. Just, we're going to make this funny. And then I was eagerly awaiting the pre-order date, 11-11-11. 11-1-11? Point is November. A lot of ones. A lot of ones. The very clever marketing. Consistent market. date. Uncharted 3. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, I'm never going to forget that hype, man. Mm. These games are so unbelievably great in terms of plotting, character, but character likability, I would say, not characterization. As much as I love Nathan Drake, the first three games, it takes me, honestly, until Uncharted 3 to really start understanding the character. Yeah, like you could tell there was a change in direction because the first three games, they really just went for like. The generic action hero. That oh no! They but had. I'm like, talking you know about I mean? actually Uncharted Three. What Amy Hennig wrote in Uncharted Three, while while plot wise, while it wasn't as tight yeah. as Uncharted Two, I would say there were a couple more like plot holes and things like that. Yeah. The 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 story. The characterization. Really grounded the yeah the character made me really try to truly understand who Nathan Drake is and the movie um the movie the vi- the video <laughs> game, which for some people uh, is like a movie. I remember yeah, really. Oh, yeah, it's Harrison cinematic. Ford playing Uncharted. Go go on YouTube, right? Harrison Ford playing Uncharted Three. Yeah, uh, he's actually played it. You've never seen that video. You've never seen no, that it's video. Amazing. Yeah, 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 it's a great piece of uh, get off marketing. my plane. <laughs> he doesn't say that, but the, but did he? No, probably not. That. Uh, p- point is, uh, Uncharted Three. It really, it, we got to that point when it, it re- I really, really started feeling certain things. Right. Mm-hmm. It, it, the game gets emotional, uh, and it makes me yeah. it, it feel more invested in, in that sense. Mm. And then Uncharted Four. 
to me is just on an I, a lot of people still say uncharted 2 is the best some people say three they're in a minority there I, but i used to say that but then i replayed them all in order uh, uncharted 4 for I mean, uncharted 2 is way better because remember those uh, rpg matches we used to have okay. <laughs> oh yes quick side note paulo and i used to play uh 1v1 like team deathmatch like rpg where we would basically go up to the monastery i think was, yeah, the, yeah, was yeah. the map exactly. one and end on the other yeah one guy would go on one tower i'd go on the other one and we would just shoot rpgs at the same time and we had a field day taking <laughs> the photos photo mode, photo mode. oh dude especially with the ragdoll physics just got like, the stupidest looking shots <laughs> this ever. guy got anyway. dummy the man so <laughs> uncharted 4 was like clearly on another level for me uh, yeah. my own personal opinion it, it is i think one of the greatest stories period it's that's a hot take right there i genuinely feel that way mm -hmm. that's how good so that's my perspective on the games lost legacy fantastic as well very underrated yeah so huge uncharted fan massive platinumed all of them on <laughs> ps3 and then also when i replayed them on ps4 massive fan coming into the movie <laughs> Right away, I didn't feel like this was something necessary, to be honest. Mm -hmm. But if I really need to be fair, you know, it's better to just judge the movie as is. But the yeah. movie as is, is just kind of meh anyway. I feel like it's, a big problem, though, with, like, the movie, and even just, like, adaptations in general. Like, this is going to be also, like, just me venting about uh, adaptations of other stuff. Right. The biggest problem was there was... A lack of involvement with people who wrote the source material oh, and when you have for that sure. at I'm, least there even if let's say they're even doing a minimal job like they're there looking over the story or helping out with story beats yeah you at least have some semblance of like it fits within yeah the, like the context the aesthetic yeah. I know Druckmann, he got an executive producer credit. So it's like, but, but let's reality, be, that means nothing. Yeah. You but need like, a writing credit. He, he just had, like, we, know, we all know, he just had a set visit and that's it. Basically. He loved the set and that's it. But he didn't really, like, do anything. There are things to, to like about the movie for sure. But it's just like, y this movie could have been so much better. It should have been. Could have, it should have been so much better. Yeah. <laughs> Uncharted is such a massive IP. So many fans of this franchise, and I, I genuinely we, we deserve better than this, honestly. Yeah. Uh, in my yeah. opinion, Druckmann should have been involved, maybe not fully writing the screenplay, but at least in a story treatment. He should have been a, like at least a co-writer, so, something, or somebody who looked over. And it. if not Neil Druckmann, maybe Bruce Straley, maybe Amy Hennig, who mm -hmm. started yeah. it all. You know, somebody at Naughty Dog should have been more heavily involved in this project. Also. I was never on board with uh, a straight-up adaptation of one of the games. It already is so cinematic. Why do you need to I retell the same story? I'm just like, we don't always need an adaptation for everything. Exactly. I find. Like, even when they do, like, for example, this is a bit out of left field, but Disney live-action like remakes, like I don't need to see the same movie again in live-action. Yeah. You know, like, do the something original. The animated movie stands on its own. You don't need a live-action. Most what, of the time, the animated movie is better. Even. Yeah. <laughs> well, like, what does yeah. doing it in live-action really achieve for you other than just... Money. Money, like but an like, easy paycheck. But well, here's the thing. But but Nolan North, who voices famously Nathan Drake in the games, and not just voices him, literally is the character, <laughs> plays him. Motion capture performance is remarkably yeah. incredible, right? He said on his show on YouTube, um, you know, we had never seen Nathan Drake in his twenties, which to me is a really really great opportunity uh, to explore for for storytelling. It's true. true. We never really saw Nathan Drake in his twenties, so. If I was actually hyped when they announced the film and they had said, okay, we're going to cast a younger Nathan Drake, 
do him in his 20s. His name is Spider-Man. <laughs> his name is Tom Holland. Let, let's get to this now. I mean, he pl- Peter he pl- Parker. <laughs> he plays him like Peter Parker. It's I, I, I did not like Yes and no. When I heard no. the casting, I go, okay, people are really going to be upset about this, but I'm on board. Let's see where it goes. Because Tom Holland is a great actor. Yeah, he, he is, is a great actor. He was just, I think he was miscast because he was just playing that, he was playing too awkward while Nathan, if I was going to say Nathan Fillion, <laughs> Nathan Drake is just like, a smug cocky asshole but i I was getting that vibe uh, at the beginning uh, spoilers he he plays basically tom cruise from cocktail (laughs) he's he's a he's a bartender right but like doing all the the craziness and really trying to finesse finesse these drinks finesse is a a free watch Uh, finesse is a free watch and not a free meal a free watch and <laughs> nice. That's that was a little that was a little um, a, side thing for our buddy. Then. You all know who you are. Yeah, you know who you are. <laughs> exactly. You know who uh, finessed. Uh, um, so that story when our friend finessed a free meal. For <laughs> anyway, <laughs> yeah, he took a watch. <laughs> so anyway, um, I, I I was getting that vibe. Yeah. That kind of like extremely confident, kind of cocky, kind of. I, I was I, I was buying him as Nathan Drake. There, there was just a I couple was. moments, like for example, when he like hits that guy when they're doing in the Uncharted three. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Or something. He goes, yeah. yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't mean that. It's like Nathan Drake doesn't say that. He usually, just yeah. says, see ya or something. You know what but, I mean? Or heads even up. If, but even yeah. if he does, like, it's it's fine if this is the same Nathan Drake. That it nah, actually, you know what? No, no I'm gonna is, back this pedal. This just that. A, a yeah. Nathan Parker. It's, it, it, it's a bit too much of the Peter Parker I saw when he did stuff like that. You know what I mean? Look, for myself, I, I do actually really, really like Tom Holland in this role. They're clearly going to make a sequel for this I, movie. I just think the writing wasn't up to it's par with It's the writing it. that didn't it. bring it for Tom Holland. You know, exactly. who I do think is miscast. Let's talk about Mark Wahlberg. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> no, like straight crap. up, like straight up. I, I really, really wanted to believe that he could just be a likable Sully. Mark Wahlberg in this film is not Victor Sullivan. No, he is He not. is Marky Nothing. Mark. <laughs> he's literally just he's older Marky Mark. Mark who With no like, funky bunch. <laughs> who just happens to like treasure hunting. Yeah. Mark Wahlberg. You even sell me on that. Character, if you want to call him Sully, is literally nothing like the endearing, lovable father figure that he is in the video games. Pretty sure he just played the guy from Ted, but and I can't <laughs> confirm that. <laughs> no, literally. He played either the guy from Ted or himself. There's so much porn. <laughs> I, I, like, I mean, guys, Mark Overglick, I like his movies as much as the next guy, but I didn't want to see him as Sully. I mean, at I least didn't he didn't play Sully, like, you know, that character he played, that psychopath in that movie. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> like... It's just I don't know. I was I, he didn't sell me on the ca- like. No, nah, he. Didn't. They should have gotten someone a- maybe even older. Everything mm-hmm. they do with him is just and don't tell me like oh, but Sully would grow into that. You know, no. we never <laughs> saw Sully. Yes, we did. Nope. We saw him in Uncharted Three, which is literally yeah. the perfect way to introduce these two characters and make them meet. Whatever they try to achieve in the film is not nearly as compelling. And even at then, all, like even then, you don't change over ten years when you're already 30, 40. You're gonna stay more or less the same. Like they do it's, give him a little arc, you know. But, yeah, but his it's arc, so cliche, I could see it so from a mile away. Yeah. Right? It's yeah. the worst thing ever. Like, oh, like I don't. We're not gonna spoil it, just in case you want to watch it. But like, I mean, it's no, even, so even dumb. Even I'm sorry. Guys. His arc is literally just. He cares now. He cares more about people. Like, you, you know who I liked? Uh, I liked the young Chloe Frazier. I don't remember yeah, the actress's name. Yeah, uh, Sophia me, Ali, I believe. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Uh, I she wish they used her more, though, because like, yeah, yeah. actually a little more competent. No, but even with... just threw her out. Here's the thing with this movie. There's so much... Like, the characters are kind of so unlikable. The, <laughs> the, it's just constant 
double crosses and like ba- and just backstabbing here and then Tom Williams th- knocked out, you know. Oh, uh, like, <laughs> well, jeez. <laughs> Yeah. Okay, what what did you guys like about the movie? I do feel like there's okay, there are yeah, a yeah, lot yeah. of redeeming movies. Okay. Look, what did I'll I like? Real, I'll be real. I kind of liked the nightclub scene just because I felt like that would have been a sure. cool set piece like yeah. out of the games. The games would have done it better, but... But that, at the end of the day, it's just like... I'm, I've either seen this before in another movie yeah. and it was done better, or I've seen this in the games and it was done way better. I'm, <laughs> I'm just so, going to say it without spoiling the after credit scene. I oh loved it. Oh, God. Like, in reality, I don't want to say this, but the trailer does spoil it, so I hope you didn't see a trailer. I mean, it's but pretty obvious what it is. If you yeah, we're, maybe it's not obvious for some people, so we're not going to say it. But that's basically what I wanted the movie to be, the entire film to be. Oh, my God. I got so pissed in the theater when I, they played that after credit scene. I was like, this is what the whole fucking movie should have been. Yeah. But it gives me hope for a sequel, though, I find. I'm sorry. Like, I, I, I disagree. You, you can't. Really? <laughs> Okay, no, especially if they do more younger stuff though. I'm a, I'm gonna spoil the <laughs> credit scene, okay? Big spoilers. Big spoilers. Spoilers. Cut to X time. I don't know if we're gonna. I, I wasn't talking anymore. I'm gonna spoil the. I'm gonna spoil the mid credit scene. Uh, we're gonna spoil it, guys. Okay, and then you can come back when I'm done talking about this scene. Don't slap a mustache <laughs> on Mark Wahlberg. Put him in your st- in the in the game outfit. Give Nathan Drake a baseball uh, sw- and what, the golden what's gun it called? and the go yeah don't don't throw all these things at me <laughs> and be like oh but but, it, but it's cool right it's re- we're I redeemed like it. it's redeemed right it was not a reshoot I guess <laughs> don't it was make the movie that we we're supposed to get as the mid credit scene no make but it as the movie we we're supposed to get no but you know what no because it's still just Mark Wahlberg with a mustache and a better gun no but and he, a better he did a bit of a voice attire. He did a bit of a voice, at least for that game. Oh, hey, kid. Yeah, I'm going to deepen my voice. Instead, yo, instead of talking like this a little bit, I, I'm going to deepen my eye, kid. No, but now he's like, people's right around the corner, kid. Oh. <laughs> it's, I don't it know. does not change the fact that Mark Wahlberg was horribly miscast. And don't get me wrong. I love Mark Wahlberg for a lot of things. I do. Uh, I just, this is not the role for him. <laughs> Tom Holland, this is the role for him. I just don't, th- I think he was done dirty. I think he was given the wrong material to work with. It needed better sh- Screenwriters, I'm sorry oh, to say. Yeah. 100%. And you know what? Again, I'm sorry to say, I hope the sequel is better without Ruben Fleischer. If they go down that route, I do not want him involved again. I think you need someone maybe or even if you do, tied close to Naughty Dog writer. or just get a, well, the writing number one, first and foremost. But Get or, someone passionate about the game. Whereas I think Venom Let There Be Carnage improved in the sequel. Uh, <laughs> some people disagree with that. I, I, I do. Um, not good. <laughs> That's that's a topic for another day. Uh, we'll do the Venom. I think one it was day, maybe. I think it was better <laughs> without <Venom> Fleischer. <laughs> yeah. I think I think Ruben Fleischer has his place in filmmaking. I just <laughs> feel so, so he, he feels like, but, <laughs> yeah, but I, I, no, I feel but poor by I don't want to say really this, cool. but I gotta say he feels like like a staff director. You know, like you need someone. Thank like, you. Okay, he come in. Like, <laughs> he was like Joel Schumacher <laughs> in the nineties, basically. If you needed something, no, but Joel, no, 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 because Joel Schumacher had maybe too much flavor. He was a visionary director. You can't watch Batman Forever and not be like that was directed by a man who had a vision. Yeah. And who who made the movie that maybe he didn't want to make because that action movie had a lot of like uh, behind the scenes trouble. But but, he, but there's passion behind it. There's passion behind that, and that's his vision. And he that's that's the interpretation of Batman that he believed it should should have been. Oh no, I've just heard that he was a, more you of know? a staff like director. No, I, get, out, like, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I know what you mean but I'm talking mean. more like a staff, like you know, like on a TV show. It's like oh, almost, okay, okay. You know, 
And also like, oh, we can't get anyone. Who, this, this, it's been filtered through eight different directors. Who's it gonna? Who, who can we give it to? Uh, uh, Ruben Fleischer. You know, you yeah. know what? If you went through eight different directors, maybe you shouldn't have made the movie. Thank you. And that, you know that, what? Yeah. I think that's a great endpoint for Uncharted. Uh, I guess let's just long say story short, the movie was excellent. Please go support <laughs> the film uh, while it's still in theaters. Um, and yeah, uh, watch we, it in IMAX. We saw it in IMAX. Is, uh, it's not available. Save on your IMAX money. <laughs> yeah, there's the, okay. We're talking about an IMAX. There's like two scenes I think in IMAX. There's the good effective use of the cargo plane sequence in IMAX. I thought it was it added something. I mean, uh, sure. <laughs> uh, the movie uh, we almost lost by then. Look, so. what I really love about IMAX, to be honest, is just the sound. Uh, when yeah. you're not getting that expanded aspect ratio, which to me is the biggest selling point, uh, it's it's that it added sound. Mm. IMAX will make a bad movie tolerable. We saw a film much. called The Batman, which which is going to be our next episode. Yeah. Uh, something. You want to talk about IMAX? The Batmobile chase. Oh my God. I swear to God, the IMAX, the surround sound, like because the, the center well, channel speakers are. Okay, all right, all right. Let's save it for that episode. Oh, you know, I want to be talking about Guys, that. Guys, all I got to say is the score of that movie. Oof. <laughs> look, 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 look. Okay. We're going we're gonna to be talking about a different DC property. Oh, I was going to say. Just oh, like we're still talking that, about Uncharted? Okay. Say, uh, right. Just one final <laughs> word on Uncharted. Just like, okay, one okay, okay. I'm going to just say if you have an appreciation for the games, do not watch this. If no. you just like adventure, <laughs> 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 so if you have Go appreciation ahead. for the games, don't watch it. If you like adventure movies, watch something else. Okay, Go watch Indiana Jones and the King of the Crystal Skull. I respect no, literally, that. Literally, that's a way better adventure movie. I respect. I that. wouldn't say way better, but it's definitely better. I, I wouldn't better. be petty like Paolo. What I would say is, um, I'm a petty person. What can I say? Look, if you're a fan of the games, I feel like. You owe it to them to to watch the movie. Like you should watch. The I don't movie owe them like nothing. <laughs> <laughs> they got my hard-earned money, guys. I played a lot. Those we, games yeah, are sixty dollars back then. <laughs> but we went on a, we went on a Tuesday, so it's fine. Um, yeah, we did. <laughs> look, I think as a fan, I think you should go watch the film. Um, I think you should support just cinema in general uh, by going to watch the Batman instead. Uh, while that's while that's still <laughs> cool. no, but really, um, I, I, I look. I, you should watch it. Um, just Here. temper your expectations. And you know what? If you haven't, um, you know, played the games and you want to just kill two hours and just have a potentially really fun time, then fine. But, you know, my girlfriend loved the movie. Like I said, she was really, really, you know, into it. Well, you know, oh, shut up. What <laughs> so what can I say about Uncharted that wasn't already said? <laughs> I mean, look, guys, uh, the movie's not good. Uh, go if you, if you go see it on a Tuesday, you're not going to have a terrible time, but just. Don't go buy the Blu-ray. It's a waste of money. You don't you know, rent the movie. Just if you're spending more than ten bucks on it, uh, you don't. <laughs> yeah, you know, like when they they test screen uh, films uh, before they come out, just to yeah. kind of try to improve the movie. Yeah, I heard pretty decent stuff about it though, like in test screenings. Yeah, people were well the, praising it. I mean, what do general audiences know? <laughs> like you saw what happens when they get involved. But um, I mean, the general audience score isn't exactly high for this movie, from what I remember. I don't know if the certain cameo in the film. The cameo in the film was yeah. uh, I liked it. It was part cute. of the test screening. If they had shot it by then, I believe they did. I love the cameo. In the I was. Uh, I, I thought it was I, cute. I liked it. I liked it. That, that to me. He, he, oh, you know what I want to talk about? I'm just gonna say it. I don't care. Nolan North encompassed Nathan Drake in literally three seconds more than Tom Holland did for me. I wouldn't exactly say that, but he, look, it's Nolan North. I love the guy. He's so fun in interviews. So seeing him in the movie just made me happy more than anything. You know something. You yeah. know something. That had me smile. I actually I was thinking about talking about this. Okay. A lot of people wanted Nathan Fillion in the role. Oh, my God. Oh, okay. yeah. And you know what? Listen, 
God bless the man. He he is a little bit too old to play Nathan Drake. TDK. And it's just, and it's just My a fact. Guy. <laughs> TDK. And it's just a fact. He just I I do not picture Nathan Fillion doing all this crazy stunt work. <laughs> they have stunt doubles, you know that. Right? No, yeah. no. Let alone stunt doubles, listen, CGI. Because Nathan Fillion is a, is of a certain age. Nathan Drake in the games is of a certain age. So it's perfect. By uh, the epilogue of Uncharted 4, we've seen the man settle down. We've seen him have his happy ending. So to, for myself, I was Spoiler always thinking like Uncharted 4. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I was always wondering like, okay, but like, how would you incorporate Nathan Fillion? Ah, oh, why not just make Nathan Fillion play the older version of Nathan Drake that is at the end of Uncharted 4? And you have this whole film actually tie into the games instead of be some unnecessary reboot in the franchise. Oh, yeah. yeah. To ma make Nathan Drake be speaking with his daughter at the after the events of Uncharted 4 yep. and telling her about his adventures. He has a daughter? <laughs> woke. <laughs> and, and they woke. One, and one of the stories that he tells her is a story that we never saw in the games. Mm -hmm. And so... Yeah. Say, even if let's say they couldn't get Nathan Fillion and whatnot, who knows scheduling with, with all this stuff, you get Nolan North to voice him over, like that would be awesome. I'd you know, have like a little like animation with like maps and stuff. Yeah, like exactly. Like, really so actually is canon to the games. You tie it into the games, yeah. and you have Naughty Dog be directly involved with the project instead of you know be a sticker somewhere. You no, know, it, instead of just you know giving them a paycheck because it's their brand. That would have been so much better. I felt like it would have been so emotionally satisfying even for Nathan Fillion because he did that sh that short film which was like a lot of fun. Oh yeah, the fan film. Amazing. Yes, that was very fun. The, yeah, the fan film was really you know uh, it is a fan film. Let's be honest. It's yeah. it's yeah, always it's to project. me felt like a fan film, but there was so much love put into that. Yeah, instead Stephen Lang as Sully was really cool. Yeah, so instead of just watching yeah. Uncharted, just watch that on YouTube. It's free. Yeah. True. Just look support, up uh, Nathan Fillion. Support Uncharted the indie filmmaker film. who made it. It's, exactly. it's better. So that's the one thing. It's like, you know, at least if the movie tied into the games, uh, as a huge fan of the games, you would kind of feel rewarded in a sense like, oh, we're getting an extra chapter to the Uncharted franchise and I'm just getting to spend yeah. more time with this character. But the thing is, Tom Holland, Nathan Drake, isn't really anything like the video games, Nathan Drake. They're, mm -hmm. they're really doing their own thing. And when it's just not as good as the source material, what the hell is the point at the end of the day? Exactly. You know? exactly. Or it can't even stand on its own legs. Exactly. You know? Couldn't have said it better myself. But uh, whatever. That, those are our thoughts on the so, movie. Uh, so yeah. let's uh, shift things around a bit and head into a certain DC property that yes. has been doing the rounds recently. The Batman. Super excited <laughs> to be talking about. The, oh. Tune in. <laughs> oh, we're not, we're not talking about the Batman? We're talking no, about no, the, uh, the something better. So, Batman is a pussy, <laughs> according to Peacemaker. Oh, uh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Peacemaker. He got into trouble with that. Just a little bit. Just a little bit. <laughs> so, um. For those who don't know, Peacemaker is actually a DC show that was created as a spinoff from the Suicide Squad, uh, I guess, sequel film. reboot. The film, you could just say. Yeah, yeah because you don't want to associate it with, you know, the um, the other one. The one that nobody liked, not even the director. Yeah. So Release the air cut. I, I'm interested to see I, that. I'm really I, I really wouldn't mind. I am really did. interested in seeing say. the air cut. Like, I'm not, I'm not, Support like, directors, I, I not studios. I don't know. <laughs> But what if it's actually good? Like, what if it is but good? But there's no way it's worse. No, there's no <laughs> way it's worse than what we got. There's so no chance. There's, uh, there's no chance. Anyway, back Anyways, to... Uh, back <laughs> to <laughs> it's no Sorry about that. It's, it's no Zack Snyder situation, that's for sure. I think it's a little bit close to that. I mean, they literally replaced Zack Snyder <laughs> with... Fuck, okay, it's... With, it's, um, you know, Joss uh, Feminist till he isn't Whedon. <laughs> uh, I didn't know that was his name, really. Was that a birth name? Was that yeah, a, like, it's on his birth certificate. Wow. Yeah, I don't know what his parents were thinking. I used to call him an abuser in high school. Wow. 
Anyway, so woke. Uh, <laughs> Stay woke. <laughs> anyway, so yeah, Peacemaker. Yeah, this what show. What did we think? Overrated. I, I'm I'm gonna, I'm gonna say it. Uh, I liked it. I liked the show. I liked highest rated DC property on Rotten Tomatoes. I, what? I'm just gonna point. Out, I never agreed with that. Right. <laughs> highest rated. <laughs> Let I, me just throw that out there, guys. <laughs> But even, I what, didn't even think what, that. but even what, what my good friend here said, do do I agree with it? I mean, to an extent, did it really like shake me to my core and make me really feel things? No, no, it didn't well, at you all. You just don't know good TV shows. Bro. I, what can I, I tell I, you? I honestly agree with you. It's oh really shit! Just, uh-huh. it's, a, it's, a, it's a little. I oh like, yes, I like uh, guys. I don't know if you've heard, but the reference man. point is looking yes. for uh, new co-hosts. Uh, these two have been fired. So if you know any guys, just send me your application. I got you. But uh, <laughs> reference point podcast at gmail.com. <laughs> And, but no, I, I agree. Bigbootybitches.com. <laughs> I agree because, like, like as much as I like the show, there's a, some problems with it, and like, yes. it does feel like a little too overrated just because James Gunn's attached attached to it. Yes, yeah. Like, and look, the man really knows how to direct. He knows how to write. Yes. Just, I would say, if I would present his material. I probably wouldn't put Peacemaker as at the forefront. No, but Agreed. honest to God, out of all those superhero projects, I like this one, but I th- still think it's his weakest to me. Yeah. Are you counting uh, the Super? Was that his first movie? Or not? Not his first movie, but I, like, I enjoyed Super. Uh, Super is a fun movie. It's a it's a bit weird, but I enjoyed it. Oh, here's the thing: the things that I don't really like about Super are the things that I also don't really like about Peacemaker. Oh. Yeah. Really. So uh, you want to just jump in with uh, like spoilers and everything? Are we? Uh, no, we'll, we'll stick I, to some general thoughts. Yeah, uh, okay. we yeah, can do yeah. general stuff for Peacemaker for now. Look, there, there are so many amazing things at play in the show. I just don't feel like at the end of the day, it, it was as profoundly moving character-wise, story-wise, as I, as I thought it would be, mm-hmm. as people are hyping yeah. it up to be, and what I know James Gunn is capable of, too. Because to me, his Guardians films are in a... This is not even remotely close to Guardians 1 and 2, in my opinion. For character work, just even kind of just plotting. Uh, I, no, I thought the character work was some of the strongest parts of the show. I, no, was, uh, uh, John really? Cena was really, John Cena. really Okay, good. well, let's talk about something amazing. John Cena is John Cena. remarkable. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like John Cena. <laughs> He's, like, I, honestly, he was so funny. He's so good comedically. It's like... You know, he came from wrestling, so, you know, he wrestling? has to have a bit of an acting background. Yeah, There's a lot exactly. of improv in wrestling. And you could tell that it, it worked for the show, guys. Like, this oh guy my knew God, what he yeah. was doing. John Cena, I can't believe I'm saying this. John Cena is one of the best, quote-unquote, up-and-coming director, um, directors. <laughs> actors. <laughs> Sorry, I, just, I got distracted. Yeah. Uh, uh, actors. Yeah. This guy is so good oh, at yeah. comedy, dramatic work. He is just like... He put his heart uh, and soul no, uh, like, into this guys, role. Guys, the serious moments with John Cena, I really like, I felt it though. Like, especially like something as funny, like he's in a classroom, he's talking about, you know, he's making fun of the Justice League a bit. <laughs> then the, a girl asks, oh, what's your origin story? And just a zoom close up on his face. And you can just see this like look of sadness on him. And I, I actually feel bad, man. It's, yeah. But I feel like they do that a little bit too late in the show. Because it's like, they're, yeah. Uh, I, I don't know if I'd agree with that because they... They kind of do, they tackle it a bit early at around episode four. Yeah. They start teasing that storyline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Then seven mm-hmm. and eight is where they really like 
show you what happened and whatnot. Where's I the mean, big problem with the show? Saying, okay, least, go ahead. As a, as a character-driven story, at least two episodes didn't just spin off on another. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't get a vigilante TV a, show for two episodes. Yeah, yeah exactly. Um, <laughs> Looking at you, Boba Fett. But th- this show, we were kind of talking about it uh, on the way here. Um, it kind of feels like this. This show feels way less episodic. Than mm-hmm. something like even Book of Boba Fett that we talked about last you, last you episode. Could, you could tell that gun comes from cinema, like from movies. Yeah, like this to me, like yes, of course, there's, they they end the episodes in ways with you know with, with cliffhangers and all that you know that stuff. But um, it it at the end of the day, if if you sat me down and told me like okay, point out when um, in this huge story when every episode ends, I would not be able to tell you. I, I don't. I do not remember. I, the thing is, I wouldn't necessarily put that as a negative. It's not a negative, like, but it all just kind of it all kind of just flows together. It was just something that yeah. I that I picked up that I, that I found interesting. It was just put together in a, in a very very different way, less episodic uh, in a sense than something like Book of Boba Fett, and even a lot of the Marvel Studio shows. But you know, <laughs> even if you binge it, you're gonna get one really complete experience. It's gonna feel seamless. Sure. Almost. That's why I was surprised even when they announced the season two, because I'm like, wow, season one like. It felt definitive. Like it didn't really need a season two, almost. To, well, look to me, yeah. I, 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 because I felt a little bit underwhelmed with the character work, some stuff with Peacemaker and his dad, the certain storylines that they chose to prioritize. Mm-hmm. I, I was like, and then when the show ended, <laughs> Why are you talking like that, buddy. Because <laughs> I'm trying to avoid spoilers. Yes. You know, I was still, I, I, know, in, in a sense, I was kind of relieved that we were getting a season two. I'm like, okay, that's that, it's not, that's yeah. not all. The show still has room to improve because honestly, shows can get better with uh, mm-hmm. the airing of subsequent seasons no, as well. For sure. And you could look back on the work and really appreciate it as a strong, you know, as a strong piece of work. So, um, in that sense, I'm happy. I was happy that a season two was announced because at the end of it, I did feel a little bit underwhelmed. Really? <laughs> yeah, not to the extent of Book of Boba Fett. <laughs> I just <laughs> sorry. Another book about that episode today. But <laughs> we're just gonna spin off. Of spin, that. We're gonna our, our reference point podcast is gonna spin off for two hours and talk about book of Boba Fett exactly. and then come back to it. For, All of a sudden, Luke Skywalker's here. Whoa! <laughs> but um, yeah. yeah, you know, I don't know. Uh, I, I no, but I understand where you're coming. I'm not saying like all yeah. of your hate is unwarranted. You know what I mean? Like I just I just sound like a bumbling idiot without talking about spoilers. There's this certain because it's the yeah. show worked for me in ways that it didn't work for you, and that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay, reality. and there's nothing wrong with that. I, I really wanted to like it a lot more than I did, but I, look, don't get me wrong. I was really excited week to week, but this didn't. I also, in a sense, because it was less episodic, I was kind of looking forward to the next chapter. Less than something like, say, a WandaVision or even a, a Loki, you know? Mm-hmm. Okay. Or even Book of Boba Fett. And I don't know what it is, but maybe this particular story for me wasn't right for television. I, I think, I can we know. get into spoilers now? Paul, uh, do you have anything left to say? Let's give like general thoughts. But I, I, I want to follow up because it's a really good point because yeah. I do get that because like, like, look, even though I liked it, when it was coming to each episode, it wasn't like, my week or like anything really revolved around that mm. even like it was just like oh there's a new peacemaker okay, okay. yeah even for the finale yeah. i thought it ended the episode before yeah i honestly got that and then yeah. i found out on discord from like yeah. a friend being like oh yeah did you watch the new peacemaker episode i was like what there's a new episode <laughs> yeah <laughs> did, okay i can wrap up my 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 general thoughts sans, sans spoiler like you know in in this kind of way Peacemaker, I went a couple days without watching an episode sometimes. Like, out of wow. how many episodes were there? 
uh, eight. Eight episodes. Yeah. I'd say like two or three of the episodes, I was late several days. Mm-hmm. One to like even four days later. He's a late. busy man. <laughs> sure, but no, but compare that to every other show I've watched that airs on Disney Plus. Uh, and I guess that's about it. Or even on, nothing else. on HBO or TV, just in general. Yeah, but I, I meant like comic Kirby. book property. He, he only, Kirby. Watches, comic. Oh, dude, he only Kirby. watches comic stuff. Curb <laughs> Kirby enthusiasm, I got to watch live, bro. Like there's nothing. Oh, yeah. no, no, no. Yo, I watched I Euphoria I live. I, I get you. <laughs> Euphoria, oh man, I gotta watch that. Anyway, um, but I, it's like where you know I, the episode would come out, and I would be like, okay, I, I could wait. Mm-hmm. I was never like, oh, peacemaker. Yes, I agree. That's I so, would say I feel the exact. same And way. it's hard to explain why. Um, I could go a little bit more in depth with spoilers, but at the end of the day, it's just a feeling that I had. Maybe if I rewatch the show, it's because you hate the DC. No, that is not true. No, we are a pro Marvel podcast. No, that is no, no, no. <laughs> when we were recording, he told me the Batman was the worst movie he's ever seen. Uh, <laughs> it's true. I heard it. Batman Superman was better. He These told are me. lies. He said Alien Three was better than the Batman. <laughs> <laughs> he put up the poster behind me. It's true. Whatever he says, don't listen to him. <laughs> <laughs> you see what these people have done to me you, you see what you see paulo put up this alien 3 poster <laughs> do you really believe a liar look paulo put up this alien 3 poster anthony and i ridiculed him we even told him before we started filming do not put up this alien 3 poster not even david fincher the director of the film can get behind the movie that he made you, you see what a good liar he is he uh, puts that up right? and he says all that i see how it is i can't imagine doing me dirty <laughs> <laughs> so, so back I'd to rather have a I'd rather have a 500 Days of Summer poster on this wall than Alien Three. That's you a, think he's joking? That's an amazing. Not. That's an amazing movie. I love Fire. But we're days talking about Peacemaker, Watch not it. 500 Days of Summer. Are Directed we? by Mark Webb. And Spider-Man Two sucked. <laughs> <laughs> okay, Wait. back to Peacemaker boys. <laughs> so yeah, general thoughts. I liked it. There's some points I where it was like a little too much gun, like with the music. I felt like there was points where it just felt like a music video. I was like, mm. this is unnecessary. I, yeah. I'm going to agree with you. As much as I love the show, a lot of the music was hit or miss for me. Like, There's but some I, tracks that really worked, but and but others were like... Even the, eh. even the ones that did work, I was like, you don't need it. But there's just, a difference. I, I disagree. Let there be the silence or the background noise. Just the, let it simmer a scene. It's, it's because of the way he incorporates the music. Compare that to Guardians. Now, I'm not saying in Peacemaker there are no songs that don't relate to the characters, relate to the storytelling. They absolutely do. Yeah. yeah. But a lot of them are just there for the sake of being there. You, want, you know what else is just there for the sake of being there? Don't say Vigilante. <laughs> oh, I love Vigilante. He's great. My hero is my The favorite. vulgarity, the profanity. Oh, look, yeah. Look, drop as many F-bombs as you want if it's warranted and it, and it still keeps the property fresh. It keeps you laughing. Great. It hit a certain point in Peacemaker where I go, okay, the F-bombs, the constant cussing, <laughs> like it stops being funny after a certain while it, and you're overdoing it. It, it really bit. worked on some jokes, but then other jokes, I'm like, they would even cut into sometimes serious moments. Yeah. Like we are vulgar you know. people. Like we, we swear you. very often oh. just amongst ourselves. <laughs> oh, I'm and even Super like bad. we, like I was <laughs> like... This is too much. This this doesn't work. For and those, I, and I drop f bombs like every second sentence. Yes, he practice. does. Literally, Paul, you, like you have censored like right now, guys. You, you have no idea how hard it is for Paulo not to swear on this show. I literally talk like I'm on the Trailer Park Boys. Like it's bad. <laughs> Look, I, I, what I, for the people just listening in and not uh, seeing the video. Like I'm pointing at a poster behind Anthony right now. Super bad. Okay, greatest film of all time. There is oh, but Matthew, you're a hypocrite. They say the f bomb every four seconds in that movie. Yes. He's but it is so. <laughs> 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 like, that's besides the point. Yes, yes he's hypocrite, but that's not the point. <laughs> it totally is believable and works in that 
type of film. Yeah, because they're high school kids. They're just dropping F-bombs like it's nothing. Yeah. I don't know what it is. At the end of the day, Peacemaker is still a comic book property. And I'm not... This show is clearly not for kids. And I'm not saying, you know, oh, take out all the swearing. Make but it there's a, a nice show. eagle. You're telling me it's not for kids. Oh, e- Eagly hugs humans. Eagly is wonderful. He See, is, it is for kids. Peacemaker is a kid's show. James Gunn loves cute, like, little sidekicks, eh? Or, yeah. Well, he also I've, killed a lot of birds in his movies. Like yes. Suicide Squad. <laughs> Thank God Eagly. What was up with that in the Suicide Squad? That was, like... It was a lot of... Yeah, that uh, was like weird. Honestly, God, if I had to com- pick one, I'd pick the Suicide Squad over this show. Oh my oh, God, yeah. no, not even a competition. I'm just gonna do a little side note because I want to get this out there yeah, for people to know. Mm. The Suicide Squad to me is a movie that I didn't think I would like as much as I did. It's a movie that I watched and I'm like that was great, but mm. I find myself constantly revisiting it. Like, and I just I love such a love for this movie. Yeah, it's so good, guys. Oh my God. I didn't think I'd like that movie that much, and I did, so. I think the emotional beats in The Suicide Squad work better than they do in Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. So For sure. Oh, yeah. We, uh, so we're doing spoilers, yeah, right? Yeah, I think we're, we're good to go with the spoilers now. So, Let's do it. look, uh, we talked a bit about the vulgarity. Wait, wait, wait. Uh, Big spoilers. Big spoilers. Big spoilers. Big spoilers. Spoilers. Text. Okay, so let's just, okay. like, dive in. Because really, you can't really do episode-by-episode breakdown, so just... No, no, I can't. We're not doing episode by episode. I couldn't. Let's just jump in. I couldn't even if I, even if you made me try. Like I, I would yeah. not. And plus, this again, we've seen this a month ago. <laughs> like I, I don't, so I don't remember. The I, villains. We got Augie uh, Smith, the father of Christopher Smith, who's literally a Nazi. <laughs> who is literally the? He T- was one, literally th- Josh. I mean, a Nazi. <laughs> He's and literally the T one thousand butterflies, which is actually not a, a, an, a uh, an existing DC character, but rather a creation for the show. It's uh, so what do you guys true? think? Yeah, really? yeah. I didn't know that. And honestly, uh, what it I, shows. the butterflies is. <laughs> is that I a good thing or a bad thing? I love the, a bad thing. I love the show, but the butterflies for me was without doubt the weakest part. Okay, you mean to tell me it's, that you have such an amazing idea with Peacemaker and his father? That's your show. That is your yeah. show. You mean to tell me that he has a bunch of white supremacists? Maybe, maybe I don't know. Maybe they didn't want to take the big swing. They didn't want to take the big swing with the <laughs> you big risk. Alienate, alienate some fat. <laughs> <You> <laughs> alienate some <laughs> 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 Thank you. You couldn't have said it better. You know, I, I don't know, but there's your show, and I feel like all that emotional stuff gets sidelined for this alien plot that I couldn't give a shit about. Yeah. To be honest. Yeah. Like I thought it was uh, cool at first, but then it just I got over it. What you know? I did before when I was supposed. What to. I didn't like also was that in a way this this kind of maybe a nitpick, but it's a bit too much. Also like Starro, and that it's just you know. An alien taking over a person, oh, and wow. that's it. Yeah. I didn't even realize that. So yeah, he's kind true. of reusing that alien trope again. And yeah. like, do we really need to see this story again? Especially when you have a really compelling one with his father and the the white dragon, and you know, yeah, that scene when Vigilante white- goes and sees him in prison, guys. Oh my god, one of my favorites. Like, yeah, so funny. But like, you know, they they they, they build up all the stuff with his father, and then they just they get rid of him. Before the finale. Before the finale, too, on top of it. Like, to me, that was going to be the whole big emotional, like, payoff. of That was going to be the climax of the series. That's why I thought it was the finale. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah kill off the father and even in the way there. they did it, uh, I don't know. Like, they, it could have been better. I, I felt I like just, they shouldn't have had Vigilante, although it's a funny joke with the face muscles. Maybe don't crack it at that moment, you know? But... Yeah, I feel yeah, like the, the, the show was, had leaned too heavy into humor, I feel like, That's at times. W- but, yeah. like, the serious moments, like, they work well, but sometimes you get just get cut in with like a joke. It's like, okay, the joke's funny, but like we don't need that right now. 
But you know, because the show is so entertaining, that's why it's difficult to dislike the show because that's it's it. so it's such a blast watching it. There there are little moments sprinkled throughout every episode and by little moments i mean vast majority yeah a vast majority of each episode is just devoted to them just riffing nonsense just mm -hmm. but complete but banter it works. and it works so well and when you hear a lot of it is like improvised it, it it's doesn't always work because especially because then they get very vulgar and it just and then it just kind yeah. of right like the um like the thing with the powerpoint and he's just naming celebrities but he's just adding fuck into the to the name of each no I, I love that that was to like, me I was, was like, okay, amazing okay I get I get it just 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 say the names of the when celebrities he, now if he had done that in that episode and they weren't already dropping the f-bomb all around that scene at the beginning before and after yeah I think it would make that scene funnier because you're not you, you're not like it gets desensitized after a certain yeah. point like it loses all its potency and its power the lack of comedic punch basically yeah Almost. it just starts becoming it's like okay like all right like use a different <laughs> word james gunn like you know what i mean like Literally. that's what it felt like <laughs> like what word <laughs> i don't know maybe the c word what's that <laughs> what is the, the c word guys? i'm pretty sure do they Crab? even say it? i think they cancer do. no no it's uh Kaka? It, no it was uh actually I believe no he says it when he's naming off the game the lot when he names all those people the last people he says it which got the biggest laugh for me is when he says the cunts from riverdale <laughs> that to me got the biggest laugh <laughs> and it's getting one to like so yeah he did use that word point is does this make make a compelling storytelling no is it fun television yes yeah. it's fun Guys, television all the negatives that we have said are outweighed by all the good times and positives from the show for me so that like i then it's like I hear all these things. I almost don't care in a way. All right. So you know, speaking of uh, essentially <laughs> the um, you know the banter and everything, let's talk about the characters. What do we think of Mern, Hardcore? My Adebayo. favorite was Vigilante. I gotta say this. Vigilante. Get it out there. Vigilante is okay. my favorite. Again, again if this is <laughs> he a is test, unhinged. <laughs> unhinged. This man should not be out in the street. He should be locked up somewhere and just like gone. But he is what? a member of society. Got, like when he says, you know. Oh, you know, I see a guy doing graffiti and I have to shoot him. And I have to choke him out with my bare hands. You think I enjoy it? Yes, I do, but... <laughs> like, that's amazing. Like, that's funny, man. The guy's a psycho. It's really, really funny. Yeah, it's... Oh can my can God. you repeat the names of those characters that you just mentioned before? You have Mern. Yep. Hardcore. Who are those people? Mern is the... Look uh, at the poster. <laughs> Yeah, yeah so can you point them Mern out to is, me? Yeah, so here we go. Is the guy so which one is Amanda Waller's so, daughter? So this is Adebayo. Adebayo, is, that's right, uh, yes. Amanda Waller's daughter? Mm-hmm. Then we got Vigilante. Yeah, Adrian Chase. Mern, who is actually right. a, butterfly. a butterfly. Who I saw coming a, a, a million miles away. Oh, yeah. I didn't see I, really, no, I saw it coming a, mi a mile away. Yeah, from, like, I think the you're moment. just smarter than us, but uh, yeah, no, no, no. I kind of didn't really see Yeah, that. that's very likely. Well, all right. I have, then we got I'll take it. <laughs> John Economos. Economos, cool. yeah. Uh, first period in the Suicide Squad number so that's one. That's her. Okay, yeah. Hardcore. Yeah. Peacemaker. You forgot Eagly. Yeah, there you go. And don't forget the gnome. That's our peacemaker. So we need to get the gnome just for our set. <laughs> who's the, who's that little guy? What's his name again? Oh, Judo Master. Judo Master, yeah. <laughs> Is it bad that I don't remember the names of these characters after spending eight episodes with them? Eight hours, practically. You just got a bad memory, sure. bro. Don't blame that on It us. was also a month ago. And you also said he's smarter than us. <laughs> we even out, you know? <laughs> but but that, I, that says something. Yang. I feel like that says yeah. something because you know what? While they're all really, really fun screen presences, I don't really uh, care that much about them, to be honest. I thought every I actor know. did a good job with each character. Yeah, that I has nothing to do with the actors. Nothing to do. The acting in this show is stellar. Their banter, their on-screen chemistry is electric. 
mm-hmm. fantastic. It has nothing to do with the actors. I think it just it's entirely on the script. But yeah, they were definitely not the problem. Yeah. Uh, and you know, and honestly, I don't even know how you would improve the the side characters. I think actually the stuff that they, they do with John Economos in the was, last episode, in the I last liked. episode, uh, wonderful. I, I wonderful. I really like Steve Agee overall. Like I thought he did a great job, and yeah. he's funny too. Like yeah, yeah. yeah. Even when he beats Drew Master, goes yeah. <laughs> you know? that's funny to me. <laughs> Again, entertaining. I just laugh. at the end of it, like to me, like I said, the the, the storyline with his father should have taken uh, center stage, in my opinion. I feel like it got sidelined. I mean, let's talk about it more. Let's I, talk about, I, okay, let's I, talk I'm about more. Kind of on, on the same wavelength with you know. I don't. The, the, this whole thought. alien plot didn't, in my opinion, wasn't necessary. I think, and if if it, and if you did want to make it the alien plot, maybe remove omit the police detective element somehow and make the alien subplot connect directly with the white supremacist subplot but it's two it's on two completely different it's i don't paths. know how they could do that because then especially if they do it to the white dragon you're losing that punch you know? they don't do it to the white dragon yeah <laughs> maybe they do it just to uh to, oh, the other uh, or if they do counts. end up doing it to the white dragon Maybe make it so that you know Peacemaker has to kill his father, but he like he kind of doesn't. He's so like he doesn't want to, mm-hmm. and it could have added. No, I don't I mean, know. I feel no, like but it works I, without I don't the butterfly. But I think yeah, it, but it, it works, works way better without it, the butterfly. I agree. It works with better without. But I agree. Like what they should have done with the butterfly thing is really sprinkle it throughout the series. Have those little hints here and there where it's like you know certain characters they act one way, but now they're acting weirder. Sure. And then at the end, your big season two sting like oh, setup yeah, yeah. is literally this invasion's coming. Sure, but and like Waller already knew this stuff, and that's why she—that's why they put she put together this team. That's why they're investigating who they investigate because right. Waller's onto something. But she not even her, she is fully onto this. But just from a production standpoint, I'd yeah. say that the thing is they didn't really know they're making a season two in a way. True. So you can't really like be like, oh, teaser season two, but like they didn't really plan for that. So I wouldn't okay. really use that as a way. Like, Gun Gun is a very smart man, though. He's a very smart man. He's a great filmmaker. Incredible filmmaker. What he does do is something I really appreciate. His father still torments him after his death. That's that, actually a thing from the comics, though. Yes, yeah. I heard about and that. And I love that. Thank God he did that. I was going to talk about that, actually. Thank God. You know what? Go ahead. You don't, I mean, you don't, you don't talk enough. <laughs> <laughs> you don't thank talk you, enough. Thank you. No, I was just going to say how much I love that. Even like the final shot of the show... Where he's feeding the last butterfly, the last of the goo, basically. The butterfly not killing him because, you know, she kind of respects him almost for leaving him. leaving. Or I don't know the gender of the butterfly. I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> but point is... I don't know either. Yeah. I think it's just an it because it's an alien. Okay. Sure. Its name is Goth. So Goth almost respects Peacemaker. That's why he's not going into Peacemaker, taking him over. Because he knows he's dead regardless. Sure. So he, Peacemaker keeps him alive and he has a mind. Yeah. And to see that final shot of the zoom out, and you see also his father sitting there with him, mm-hmm. haunting, like haunted by what he did. Mm-hmm. It just, I was that it was powerful to me. I found almost it was yeah. a really cool comic tie-in like reference. To yeah. Absolutely. I just wish it built up to that in a much more profound, meaningful way. I just at the end of it, I just didn't feel terribly moved by the show, could even when they wanted us to. Could you imagine if they did that with Rick Flagg, though? That would be insane. Oh, dude, what? Imagine that. Like, wouldn't that be a little controversial if they made it Rick Flagg instead of his father? No, 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 I'm saying, like, before his father. Yeah, like, like imagine before, like, they had... Like, they did give you a tease of that when, you know, he's dancing and, like... And he remembers... Yeah. He's basically seeing the worst moments of his life and it ends with him seeing... Yeah. Rick Peacemaker, Flagg. what a joke. Yeah. Wait, that's, that, scene, that whole sequence for me really worked. I don't know about you guys. I thought the music worked. Yeah, yep. I liked that. Agreed. I liked that. Yeah. Uh, House of Pain, yes. the song was called. It just... 
Yes. I, that was one of my favorite scenes in the show, actually. Like, if I, I think that might something. actually be my favorite scene of the show. Same. Yeah. And when you tie back to the Suicide Squad, I'm like, wow, and it hits you. But Jody I, Hill, you directed that episode. He, he directed Vice Principals, Eastbound and Down. Oh, wow. He outdid okay. himself. I, I love that episode. Episode 4 was probably my favorite. Oh, no, I agree. Because especially because remember even when we watched the Suicide Squad, I it, I don't know why Rick Flag's death just hit you like hit a brick, hard. and like I don't even have an attachment to the character. Nope. I was just like, guy, he sucks in the this? first. Can they do this? No, but Rick Flag sucks in the first movie, guys. He's so unlikable, and then this is Katana. What, yeah, don't even. Start. <laughs> what what Gunn does with him in the second one works so well. It's just even from the f- opening shot when you first see him, he goes out. He's giving the like the audience a handshake. Where you're seeing it from Savant's point of view, mm-hmm. so you're seeing that he's like a kind guy like and to see like the movie ends with him dying it, it, it hits you man it's, like it's like one of those deaths where you don't want it to happen it, yeah you know okay you know what the biggest problem with peacemaker is so much of the emotion is uh backloaded to the season i feel oh yeah i feel you almost think there's in terms of um in terms of it. um peacemaker's like arc i mean like all the stuff that's happening with his father i feel like mm-hmm. It's it's subtly like uh, hinted at at the beginning, and then it goes away for a long time just for some silly kind of like adventure. Butterfly. <laughs> uh, yeah, and and then and then it ends up coming back. But, but by then, <laughs> I, it, it was a little bit too late for me, and the stuff with the father was a little bit too late for me. It should have been there from episode one. Yeah, yeah, honestly. No, I see what you mean. I'm Even the stuff like with his dad. Yeah, you. and it goes to he goes to the prison too. He gets he gets arrested. Yeah, that's vigilante. all to me. That's all wasted time. Really, <laughs> it's all wasted I, time I, because I wouldn't necessarily say that. No. I, I I think so because the, all that all that stuff could have been more interactions between Peacemaker and his dad. But they they sideline him. He's sidelined throughout this whole show. No, I definitely disagree opinion. with you on that, man. Okay, so so go ahead. Why? I one I thought the vigilante scene worked, and when he when oh he, no, but of course I know. Well. Okay, right. Pretty much said it, did it? <laughs> Almost, no, that's the, pretty much what you said. The scene works. Or, it's just the concept of like sidelining. Yeah, the scene. You could, but, but you could have written works. that scene. You could have written that scene somewhere. Like in, in that another scene way. works. That, that's not wasted time. It's wasted time for the overall story. The scene itself is really. That's that's the thing with Peacemaker. It's a collection of really amazing scenes and moments, but the way it's mm-hmm. all put together is not as clever as it should be. It's not Guardians one or two. Well, also all. in well, you know. like. I find it almost unfair to compare it to a movie because, like, Guardians 1, it's like a two-hour movie. This is, what, eight hours yeah, almost? Yeah, unfair for Guardians. It's... Unfair for Guardians, bro. Not not really. <laughs> you could you could explore so much in a show. You know... And they did. Matt Reeves is the Batman. It's three hours. <laughs> <laughs> and it works. We get it. <laughs> no, but anyway, uh, you know, I, I just... Uh, there's so much more you can explore in a show, and I feel like now, even with Marvel and things like that, they're really taking advantage of that. I... Well, honestly, now that you bring up Marvel, like I don't like comparing sometimes because they're two very different. But compared to a lot of the Marvel shows, I thought this was a breath of fresh air. Marvel, sure. okay. I feel like, I, guys, everyone, I'm probably the biggest Marvel fan in here. But the problem about the shows, show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm lucky a show, but that's a different story. Yeah. But the problem with the shows is, guys, they're all almost the same. They're they're all built on the foundation of a secret villain in the last episode, which is a problem. And like, and I'm, I got tired of it. I'm seeing Peacemaker. I'm like, this is different. This is new. Yeah, yes. we also ended up getting a cameo at the end, which I didn't expect. Hold on, I just want to add work. Like, with the Marvel thing too. Yeah, like with the Marvel shows, other than Loki, we always kind of got back to the status quo of what that character was, just different. But with Peacemaker, you at least 
There's more growth. There's a, yeah, there's more growth. We're basically at this point where it's like, this is a new character, new in quotations, mm-hmm. and yeah. we have really like no expectation of what's to come with the Marvel shows. It's like, oh yeah, it's gonna they're gonna do Captain America for this or or, or whatever. But with Peacemaker, it's like, okay, where is he gonna go? How is this gonna actually affect the greater DC? No, but I thought it was pretty bold to start off like. Like in the Suicide Squad, how's he peacemakers introduced as the guy who will kill men, women, and children for peace? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and by the end of the show, he doesn't want to kill anybody anymore. Yeah, yeah, That's which I love. Super interesting. Oh, what, look, his arc. I, I think his arc works conceptually is fantastic. I just mm-hmm. think it's the execution of said arc and the way it's paced out across the show that doesn't work for me. But I think yes, going from and you know my uncle actually had a a really poignant comment uncle about ben. the Suicide Squad. <laughs> Your uncle Ben. Well, I wouldn't be talking to him if he was Uncle Ben now, would I? <laughs> He's haunting you like White Dragon. <laughs> like White Dragon. <laughs> well, so you just haven't had your Spider Man art yet? Oh no, that's actually because it's gonna be my Aunt May this time. Uh, oh no, it's my uncle. <laughs> anyway, uh, did you? Your uncle Ben said what? He had said something which is understandable for me about the Suicide Squad. It's like unhinged. Everything is. It, it's, it's vigilante. No, it is yeah. so unhinged. No, but it really, is. like, it's kind of sadistic in a way. Yeah. And he was getting, like, fed up seeing... He's like, oh, I have the first appearance of, uh, of Mongrel. 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 I have, you know, and, I have this And character. Savant and uh, TDK. And, you know, uh, and then it's just seeing them fr- freaking get mercilessly destroyed. Like, Guys, you know, go buy those appearances now. They're worthless. <laughs> go buy them. Like any any DC book right now. Uh, Don't anyway. invest in uh, stocks, you know. Invest in uh, first appearance of Savant. Of Mongrel. <laughs> Um, but um, (laughs) Paulo is choking Uh, (laughs) you really like this joke (laughs) but um, I I thought it was really funny (laughs) uh, but you know and that was something he had said about Peacemaker he's like this character is a a joyless character at the end of the day that's what he said about the Suicide Squad he's like murdering children he he didn't he didn't um, that didn't resonate with him at all but in a way he kind of was the villain of the movie in a way like Uh, you gotta remember that too the movie does end with him getting uh, shot in the neck. Yeah. You think he's dead? Yeah. Well, Starro is the villain of the movie. Okay. <laughs> he's, he's, Not, like, like, he's the secret you know, villain. Technically, Amanda Waller's the he's villain. The, he's but the you know. Sec- yeah, yeah. Anyway, um, but, but uh, so I, I, like, exactly. I like that this show really humanized Peacemaker. Mm-hmm. He wasn't just a... You see why he believes in what he believes in. Yes. It's just, the again, conceptually, that's all amazing. It's just the way they decide to pace it out throughout the series... For me, it it kind of makes you lose interest in in in, in that arc. Fair enough. So yeah, I mean, can we talk about the Aquaman fucking fish or what? <laughs> okay, so yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. Justice League actually made a cameo. In the what last a no no no! The Justice League didn't make a cameo. Ezra Miller Their and stunt Jason doubles Momoa did. <laughs> and and a bunch of stun buttons doubles did. Yeah, but yeah, what did you think? Because uh, you know. As I've seen online, it's it was either loved or it was really really. I, hated. I thought people blew it out of proportion. I I thought it was perfectly fine. It was, it's a like guys, it's almost a comedy show. Like to have them say jokes, like who cares in a way? Like it's fun. I, say, I didn't. I don't know if I really liked them I, I, swearing. I didn't like it either. It bothered like, it me. Just, you, it, it, felt, it bothered me. Yeah, it just it doesn't feel I, right. It's like seeing yeah. Cap swear. It's like these characters are Boy Scout characters. They shouldn't be. Like but, swearing and gritty. But to they me, look, like, if Aquaman's fucking fish, I don't really think this version is a, is a boy's guy. <laughs> no, but I mean in the sense of like they should be like. Well, in the end, yeah. it was only it was only Aquaman who swore. Flash didn't say anything. He just confirmed the rumor. As but like to me, it worked and as the, buddies. You know what I mean? Like was that even necessary though? Like to just 
outright because I feel like they, just, they never. The first off, they weren't supposed to have Ezra Miller. It was no, just no, 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 supposed no, no, to be no, Jason no, Momoa. No, no, My man. No, I meant more like. I meant more in the sense of like. I meant more in the sense of like. Like just shitting on Aquaman like that. I I don't know. Like look, I, like I've joked about Aquaman from time to time. I, I just felt like it was just kind of mean spirited. It was mean spirited. No, but that thing, like, give me a break, guys. Like it's mean spirited to Aquaman. Like the guy defends himself at the end. Like he said, he literally by, said, by "I'm so an- fucking sick of that rumor." By like, telling another Justice League member to go fuck himself. Like yeah. yes, this is the problem <laughs> guys, with the show. It's, it's, it's like it's vulgar. us, you know. We all banter with you. We all yeah, swear each other. How many times have I told you? <laughs> To get out of town. <laughs> like, come on. You know, it works, guys. But again, Aquaman, I, I told him, take a walk. <laughs> Literally. Like, even in the Justice League cameo, it's like, you can't help but, yes, drop more F-bombs, James Gunn. It's like, it feels just vulgar for the sake of being vulgar. Uh, it didn't resonate well with me at all. I, I thought I, it was cool. Like, it was cool just, just yeah. having those characters in such a small story like that. Kind of like what made me really appreciate, like, essentially Civil War was just, it was basically Avengers, like, what, 2.5 at that point? It was really Captain America 3, but yeah. But, like, no, but, you know, no, I mean, it is, it is Captain America. I know, I know. Like, I know. It felt more like an Avengers movie more than anything, which is what I appreciated. But, it was like, 10 on 10, by the way. 10 it, on 10. In my opinion, it still feels like a Captain movie, but I get your point. <laughs> it's just, it's nice having them, but it was just a little too mean spirited, a little too vulgar for my liking. I agree with no. Paul. Yeah. Maybe, guys, maybe we're Boy Scouts. A lot, yeah. Day, but, you know what? A lot There's of nothing people wrong with saying, Weebs. <laughs> Guys, I gotta, yeah. I gotta get this on my chest because a lot of people I saw online is basically you're undoing the character development that Zack Snyder and James Wan did on Aquaman by saying this. Whoa. I'm sorry to say, if that one line undoes all their development, your development that you built on wasn't strong. I just disagree I find with the that one line, the Bunch one line, women. <laughs> <laughs> the one line, one line cannot ruin an entire character like that. Yeah, that I agree. It's that's that's like just that a to me is taking take. it too far. I don't know if it undoes something, but it. Because it's so mean spirited towards the character, and it's something that is so ridiculous. Guys, Peacemaker like, was a mean spirited character, like to his core. Like yes, but I the see point Peacemaker. He, here's yeah, the thing: it's, you can make fun of Aquaman if when it's he's Peacemaker. not in the room, but when he's in the room, it's just look. Peacemaker. I don't really understand that. <laughs> them showing up and then Peacemaker insulting them, like fine, because that's within Peacemaker's character. Yeah. But then when you then start. Having the banter between Aquaman and, and and Flash be just like Peacemaker's banter with, with any other with character his, with his on crew. with his okay, crew. Okay, that I understand a lot more. It doesn't jive well with me. It felt. Um, see, because how am I gonna describe this? It, it, it just feels more like they just copy pasted. Yeah, it's yeah, not a yeah. They copy pasted it. Yeah. we have already yeah. with the Justice League movie either Zack Snyder's or uh, Joss Whedon's. <laughs> like uh, you have already set up how they interact with each other. Yes. And now it's like out of just character. Kind of, yeah. Out of character. It felt really out of character. Guys, I'm sorry to exactly. say, we don't have character for the Justice League anymore. Zack Snyder's Justice League is not canon, guys. I'm yeah, sorry to say, it that's should be, but the reality is Warner Brothers is dumb and they're not making it canon when it should be. And the only canon we have is Joss Whedon's. And guys, they, they quipped a lot in that movie. Just because it was PG-13, like, but there was a lot of quips. Yeah, there wasn't no F-words or anything. But, but it, wasn't, point. it wasn't just like vulgar quips. No, it wasn't. That's for sure. But it's to me... It's, yeah, it's a fair point. Yeah, that, that's They're a not criticism. undoing anything because oh, yeah, no, there's no, no, no. nothing to undo. We all agree with you. That was yeah, just I, like, I don't, don't think they're take. undoing anything. But it's, I don't know. It just didn't sit well with me. Yeah. I, it's just more of a personal thing, I think. I, yeah, I, exactly. and I can't really describe fair. it any other way, you know? 
No, uh, but like, but it was cool. It was cool that they showed up. No, but yeah, that I agree. Hundred percent agree. Like, yeah. if you didn't like it, like guys, like, you shouldn't feel bad that you didn't like, like it. It's, it's like from a storytelling perspective, that's just really cool to just have them there because rarely sure. do we really ever in like shows or movies do we ever get something like that. Like now we're getting more like you know Mandalorian did the yeah. same thing by having Luke show up <laughs> with um, now with Peacemaker. We actually have. Like the Justice League showing up, which is really cool. And look, a lot of the Marvel shows and the Star Wars shows are sold on cameos, and this one wasn't, so that's why I yeah. appreciated it more. Oh yeah, Mar- Star Wars like Luke Skywalker now clap guy, you know what I mean? Like yeah, it's, it, it, it works they, for Mando this, season two. It did not work for Boba Fett. We're oh, reiterating. Oh no, that. I'm not saying that Luke Skywalker didn't work or anything for now. That's maybe a future topic, but <laughs> but <laughs> all I'm saying is a lot of these shows I find are built off you know the glup shit or cameos <laughs> that are yeah. like oh look you know this guy clap or a lot of superhero properties I'm sorry to say are building off these cameos that like I you would, know this and like you know what clap. You know, just I, that's bringing why. that up I feel like a lot of James Gunn's references were also like that it's like when Peacemaker references Batmite that just felt like. Oh clap! I know Batman. That, that was or, actually Economos who referenced him. So just saying. Oh yeah, yeah, peace. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> Steve or, Ag, shout out. <laughs> or like, um, you know, like Matter oh, Lad. It's like, look, we get they exist. We get that you know them. Like, no, but I like that more because it's world building. You're not showing them. You're just talking about it, and they're like almost throwaway lines that you're not supposed to be like. Okay, it's, but like Batmite like though, they, was, is he really necessary? Why don't you, you could have said literally It's a fun line. Else. It was a funny joke. Like the matter eater, matter eater lad. That, was that to me was one of my, he's like, yeah, the guy, uh, he, he ate an entire Wendy's because he got his order wrong. He's a fucking psycho. Like, that's that hysterical. Like that works better, but like yeah. for me, Batmite just kind of took me out of the show. Like in all honesty, when they just no. was like, Batmite, like... You know, you know really? why I'm being like awfully unquiet right now and not interrupting Anthony, especially. Wow, would you believe that guy? I know, right? <laughs> it's because I don't remember what the fuck you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> I don't remember any of this. Really? Nothing. Again, oh. a month ago. But guys, new co-host needed. <laughs> Let me know. But <laughs> email written right here. It's a testament to how I kind of felt about the show. It uh, like I. D- it's unmemorable. It all just blends together in a way, mm-hmm. and it's just one ongoing, like, F-bomb joke after the next. That's what it feels Although, like to me. to build off yeah. Paulo's point, I'm just going to say this. It kind of did feel like James Gunn was about to single-handedly build up this DC universe because Warner Brothers know what they're doing. True. So he's trying to do it by himself, Facts. almost. That's a fact. Yeah, but it's just, it's it's kind of... Yeah, but... It's... it's, it's, it's it, I really does feel like a clap because I know this type deal. I, I get your... I, like, I feel like... Here, that's more on the fans more than anything because like when he wrote that he probably just like you know it's a line whatever and then people on twitter are like oh my god you did it and it's like guys you're like come on don't overhype this stuff about the justice League cameo uh you know what i actually really like about that cameo but it's kind of like you can't see superman it's like shazam all over again <laughs> <laughs> oh my god yeah you're right it's like poking fun at the superhero trope where it's like oh well we're, why don't we just call the avengers Oh, why yeah. don't we just do this? Yeah. Oh, why don't we get their help? That's Where are they? Point. And then they show you know? up. like, you're too late, you fucking dickhead. Yeah, like that's hysterical. <laughs> that's like, great. That's so funny. And even if you didn't show your faces, that would have worked for me. Totally. With this episode, we're just going to drop F-bombs like crazy. Yeah, we're, <laughs> yeah. Cen- we're censoring we're, everything. <laughs> yeah, yeah no, sorry, guys. This is our Peacemaker episode, basically. This is, oh my God, yes. Yeah, they really. call us the Peacemasters, not the Peacemakers. 
Anyway, let's just uh, wrap this up. Wrap it up. We're going up a little too long. Ooh. I don't think you, anyone wants to hear our voices for I mean, that much longer. I mean, do you guys want to hear our thoughts on maybe what a season two could be? Do you guys have, do you guys no, that, have ideas? That's, that's what I was pretty much leading up to. Okay, <laughs> my, bad, my bad for cutting you off. But, you who's know, I got to get my, my time in. Who's <laughs> cutting off who now? Right? So your contract says that you have this amount of screen my, time where you got to respect it. My quota wasn't being filled, so I kind of just have to interrupt my bad. But like, but season yeah, two. Anyway. Season two. I don't know what to expect out of season two in all honesty because for me the show kind of ended and that's I mean, it. it's, it's, I, it's, it's I, a finish I mean, wow well <laughs> riveting well, now stuff. i see why you wanted to wrap up huh? <laughs> yeah. it's just, for me season two is not no i understand I, where you're coming gonna, from it's gonna definitely be very character driven for peacemaker yes. and just to watch john cena continue to perform mm. is already gonna sell me on season two just john cena alone is, is selling i need it. as I think long no nah. As long as Freddy Stroman's Vigilante and John Cena's Peacemaker are in it, I'm watching it. Those you know, two yeah. are great, great chemistry. Freddy Stroman stole scenes for me. Incredible. Loved him. That I remember. That, that I remember. I don't know, guys, but this joke's not even vulgar, but it's like, he's like, yeah, I'm working. I forgot what Merton calls him. He says it with like a bunch of idiots. And then he goes, we're not stupid. And then Vigilante's like, sign next to Eagle. He's like, Hey guys, look! Which one's Eagly? Which one's me? <laughs> like stuff like that. Word that I remember is funny. too. The, that the, I remember the too. man wants to be the friend with the chimp. Yeah, he's like, I thought it was very powerful. The show is a total blast. Uh, yeah. What I'm, what am I expecting for season two? More good times, really. Exactly. Uh, number one, and you know what? Honestly, if the show can't give me more than that. At least I'm, I'm I'm entertained and I'm happy. I was never miserable watching Peacemaker. I was <laughs> it's no book of Boba Fett. <laughs> it's no book of Boba Fett. I had a really wonderful time. It's no Uncharted. I had a really wonderful time. It's definitely not the Batman, though. We're gonna talk about that. <laughs> Would <laughs> I say the best DC property of all time? Maybe. No, I'm joking. But no. <laughs> no way. Well, no, Peacemaker is nowhere near. It's not even better oh, than Suicide Squad, but it's but still... It's worth watching. It's worth your time, in my opinion, but regardless. Was, but was the Batman? I guess you're going to have to find out oh. next episode. Uh, so yeah, I'm expecting um, some good times for sure. Uh, definitely more stuff with his father, and I really, really hope they dive much deeper into that. Maybe even show us some more backstory. Actually. I want to know That'd who the villain is going to be. That's what really. That's what I'm me. curious about. Uh, I think he might pull someone from the comics. I this think time. maybe they're going to do like I don't know. I don't think if they're going to because I know Gunn has another project. They were saying Guardians Three. <laughs> well, no, a DC TV show. Ah, oh, so, yeah. I don't know. So I have a lot. I was going to say because I know they're for sure going to do a Suicide Squad versus. Mm. Uh, maybe a, maybe they'll lose Secret Six, but you know there's gonna okay. be a fight because Amanda Amanda Waller becomes exposed at the end. That's that's mm-hmm. what that's the direction. And that's gonna be. Yeah. But I what I was thinking yes. was is that gonna be a Peacemaker story or is that gonna be its own story? Like a Gen- Suicide Squad two. Yeah. Or and, three. Or and Gun's own show, like the new show. The new show, like, I don't know, maybe it's a Bloodsport show or a Ratcatcher show. You never know. Maybe, possibly. I want to see Ratcatcher again. That would yeah. be cool. Actress and Sebastian. Yeah. You know what's really funny? Um, I love Bloodsport. He took a, what a weird character no one cares about in the comics and he made him awesome. Uh, a Superman villain. Superman issue four, I think, he first appeared. <laughs> the fuck would I want to leave for? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> exactly. Uh, but um, uh, what's really funny about what James Gunn now in DC and Warner Brothers is that for the Suicide Squad, for a movie that really did not do well financially 
and that's also extremely like their fault too with H- the whole HBO Max. I thought hybrid they thing. marketed it also kind of terribly. Terribly. For, anyway, for a lot of uh, studios, even throughout the pandemic, they've just been like. I think a lot of people skimped ball. costs. Uh, they've been dropping ball. Even like, if you really think about it, where was the marketing for Spider Man? Because guys, a lot remember, of the hype was built up just on the fact that Toby and Andrew were in it. That's guys, all you need because of leaks. That's literally all you guys, need. Guys, The Matrix Four came out. I don't. I think I talked to like two people who watched it. I did not that? watch. I refused to watch The Matrix Four after what I was I hearing. I'm like, I'm not. I I'm not spending money on it because like I just. I, I I'm not big into the Matrix. No, like, but I, I'm like, I like the first one. I, I think the second one's okay. Third one is the third one. But we're we're not reviewing the Matrix tonight, yeah. guys. <laughs> <laughs> but my point being, Warner Brothers. I found besides on the Batman. But the Batman had amazing marketing. Oh my god! Really yeah. good. That did it? Di- oh yeah. yeah. But I thought Warner Brothers. Well. I'm going to get to that. Did they spoil things? Uh, We'll talk about it in the Batman episode. (laughs) But Warner Brothers has been dropping the ball on a lot of their projects. Yes. Even Peacemaker. There was only hype once it came out, I found. Like, Otherwise, before it came out, nobody almost knew about it. That's why we're reviewing it a month later. Anyway. Exactly. uh, But what's funny... (laughs) But um, about the James Gunn situation, like for a filmmaker who, you know, had his first film with them bomb, the movie was a failure. Like Like it bombed. Right, the Suicide Squad. You're yeah, it bumped. Oh yeah, like he seems to be DC's new golden child. Yeah, the goal, he's the he's the poster boy, which I find really interesting. Absolutely. And you know what? Now after reading an article that was dropped today or yesterday, I believe, where Warner Brothers' approach now is going to be very filmmaker driven. No offense, but I think they're kind of full of shit. <laughs> Why? In what sense? They, they always say that, and then uh, Zack Snyder doesn't get to make the movie. Oh yeah, that's yeah, that's they, fair point. They've said that for years. But I feel like now with the the success of the Batman, they're finally starting to realize like what we need to do. We're gonna see in a couple months. <laughs> hi- we need to understand the man's vision full out, you know, from mm-hmm. the get go. Mm-hmm. Instead, they gave Zack Snyder, I think, too much control, too much control that they didn't agree with. Yeah. Okay. You could think you could love Zack Snyder's vision, and I I like some of it, and I don't like other things. But I didn't like Warner anything Brothers up until Justice League. I don't know why, but sure. Justice League Justice just League sat well so so well with right. Sure. Like, wow, where was this for Man of yeah. Steel or Batman v Superman? Sure, I kind of um, enjoyed them all. But you know, <laughs> I don't I don't remember where I was going with this. Anyway, <laughs> yeah. Gun's future in DC, yeah, Gun's future and in Warner DC. Brothers. Yeah, no, not a point. He, um, he's you're saying director driven, and he's kind of like the golden child now in a way. Yeah, but uh, I just feel like. You know, they're actually gonna take it seriously now. Unlike now they're always y- yes, said. They thank would. you. Now I really feel like with Matt Reeves, um, they're they're really starting to understand. Like, okay, we well, need to be on the same. We need to understand his vision for this film from the get go. And Matt Reeves said, he said, he's like, you know, this is my this is my take. If you don't like it, no problem at all. I'll walk away. You get mm-hmm. someone who 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 has a vision that you agree with. But if you're gonna hire me, you need to entrust in me and, and believe that you know what i'm what i'm gonna do is, is is right for the project but that's the problem i think warner brothers picks and chooses who they want yeah and then they don't even and sometimes even when they pick they still try to take it away mm-hmm. like and not give them the full control like even matt reeves you're talking about how they give him control control but just today i read that the gotham pd show that he's releasing is on hold because they can't agree on what they're doing creative differences did so you actually it, hear honestly yes. creative differences yeah there, it was on fa- variety is a fact yeah and, okay. th- and now they're moving into an arkham show basically right so my point being is they they call me cynical but they always say this and it's never once been true fair point yeah, okay so well, well well we'll just have to see uh yeah. with that but i mean at the end of the day most studios aren't really all that director driven because it, it movie making is just yeah prof, it's just that's, prof, it's that's just profit. yeah it's that's business like, 
Yes. The sad reality really, is for sure, but like, you know, that's a bigger problem in itself that us yeah. three are not going to solve at this table tonight, <laughs> I think. <laughs> I mean, unless yeah. we will. Uh, <laughs> we got to become peacemakers. <laughs> I, I don't agree with this. I think violence is not the answer. Never has been. Uh, I don't agree. Paulo does not condone uh, violence or any sort of bad behavior. So guys, uh, for Gun's future, like, what do you? If you had to put money on his next project, what are you betting on? Ooh, you first. Uh, Peacemaker season two? No, it's not. It isn't. Okay, I, is that more Suicide Squad driven stuff? I'm know. saying because he has another show in the works right now. What would you say? Well, if, what okay. would you? Not saying Peacemaker season two. I'm saying what do you think that that show is that they haven't said yet? I feel like it would either be a, it would have to be a Suicide Squad. Um, well, it's something related to these characters. Because, yeah, like, like a I don't think yeah. they're going to give them the keys to the I, big guys. I yet. think I, me, yeah, for I me, it's two. It's two things. It's one or the other. Okay, go ahead. It's either Secret Six, which is if you guys know Secret Six, it's almost like a Suicide Squad, but sure. not without the government and whatnot. Or it's Bloodsport. I think they want to revisit that character because Idris Elba is great. Well, they're going to get Idris Elba, you think? I think they could. Yeah, He's done shows. Of course. He's in HBO shows. Oh. No, I know, but still, just I forgot to, which to have one. him tied to that character. You've heard it here, folks. Anthony saying Secret Bloodsport. Six or Bloodsport? Secret Watch. Six or Bloodsport? Book it. Book it. If I'm wrong, don't come back. <laughs> but not, not of Boba Fett. It. Don't, don't do that. We're no. not liable if you're don't wrong and you lost if, if money. If I'm wrong and you lost a lot of money, uh, my bad, but you know. Thank you for trusting me. <laughs> I didn't know Mizo Jure supported uh, James Gunn uh, projects. You know what? Me too, but he learns something new every day. <laughs> Peter's going to have a field day with this. Oh, I know he will. <laughs> I know he will. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, we're going to censor that name for now just in case we don't want to expose our friend for having a gambling problem. <laughs> Peter DeLuca doesn't have a gambling problem. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking so about? So guys, what we're trying to say is Uncut Gems 2, right here in the studio. <laughs> oh. Uh, so guys, uh, I feel oh, like that's that. A good place, yeah. I feel like that's about it, you yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. That's uh, a so legitimate anyway, ending. <laughs> thank you for listening to episode two of the Reference Point podcast. Catch us next time when we're gonna talk about the Batman. I know you guys didn't hear that earlier in the episode, but yeah, we're gonna be talking about the Batman. We haven't yes. mentioned it once. Uh, and throughout this whole also, guys, watch Peacemaker if you haven't. I just want to make that clear. I feel yeah, like yeah, I watch but go watch Peacemaker. <laughs> I, I I definitely recommend you watch Peacemaker. We all do over Uncharted for sure. Yeah, that I agree. Yeah, well. Not even compared to Uncharted. Just watch it. It's good. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's a fun Uncharted time. Uncharted sucks. And so, yeah. Thank you for listening. Watch it with thank your you kids. I think they'll, they'll like it. And don't you have any final words for us? Guys, do not forget to support your local comic book stores. Please. And have a great night. Take care, everyone. Bye-bye. Bye. See ya.